Welcome to the Occupational Safety Leadership Podcast, episode number 100, Job Hazard Analysis. Um, In this one, we're going to sit down and talk about how do we factor in experience and training? Uh, Because anytime you're doing a job hazard analysis, typically you're looking at the person right there too that you have, as opposed to um, doing a job hazard uh, analysis with a person who has no experience as opposed to a experienced. And many times when I've done this, um, the company, and and I've asked at times too, uh, who do I talk to as a experienced operator who can go over this thing? Um, So it makes it really hard that how are we factoring in this? And anytime we talk about experience and training, we as safety people tend to fall back on words that not everybody understands, like competence. We talked a little bit about that in the previous episode. If I was to say that to somebody, I want to talk about your competence in running this equipment, uh, to me, of course, that means your experience and your training and your knowledge and how you learned everything. What they hear it as many times is you've just insulted me by saying I don't have the competence to run this machinery. So many times we have to have to look at how we're going to engage the workforce in this whole thing uh, so that we really get at like absolutely the best safety assessment we can from this. But at the same time, how do you factor it in that you can then kind of pass this along to the next person? Let's say that person A who's who's doing this, you know, awesome, great, all that kind of stuff. Person A uh, then either quits or takes a job and on some other um, equipment. Next person comes up and they're reading this and they're saying, well, I don't I don't I don't understand this or understand that. So at times it's very hard. So let's just dive right into it as, as opposed to me just kind of sitting down and just talking the whole time then. So before we really get into it, let's just kind of go over a um, just a, a, a little bit of background and a definition. So we, we already talked a little bit about the theory uh, behind this then. So let's talk about experience and training. So. While training equips you with the theoretical knowledge and technical skills needed for a job, experience allows you to apply this knowledge in real-world situations, demonstrating your ability to use your skills effectively. Both are very valuable. Um, It's really hard to have all this knowledge and then you've never used it, vice versa. Uh, as we get older, we get a lot of experience, but if we don't have a good base to go back and, 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 and use this, we just have experience on very narrow things. And so let's just kind of keep on going with the presentation here. In the previous one, we did talk about how when um, we were going to move some office furniture. So we have the office, office workers. Um, so when the office workers do it, they don't have the same knowledge and experience that the professionals do. And that's why that they were rated a little bit higher in this whole thing, as opposed to the professionals. If we go to the next slide, and then I'll just I'll just go back again too, of course, for this thing. When we look at the at the uh, next slide for the professional movers, all of their tasks were rated as low. So if we look at the um, tasks that we did um, for the uh, for the office people. So when we think about the office tasks that we had, I mean, uh, the tasks we had for the office folks then, uh, they were rated very high as opposed to the professionals who were low in this whole thing. They don't have the same knowledge and experience when they do this. Just like when uh, when I was a 
a young man and had muscle still, you know, and all that good stuff then, you know, I really liked to move heavy things because it was, I saw it as really fun, you know, I could figure out how to do this and that and I'm getting some good exercise and all that stuff. As I get older, I can use that same knowledge and experience now that I'm, I have even less muscles on how do I, how am I smart enough to get things up and down stairs as opposed to I just use my bulk strength to get it up and down the stairs. So I'm doing both. I'm taking my knowledge and experience in this whole thing then too. When you have office people, not that they don't want to do a good job. This is just not something that they do often. So for them, there's always going to be this, how do I even lift properly? How do I, how do I bend and twist and get something around the corner? And that's why it makes it really hard to factor in experience and training and knowledge and all those kinds of things anytime that we do a job hazard analysis then. So if you have the option when you do the job hazard analysis, you do it with the most experienced operator that you can find, of course, obviously, and all that kind of good stuff then. And then if you have the opportunity, you go through it again with somebody who's a little less experienced and knowledgeable. So you're getting a couple angles at the same time then. You're also getting input from somebody um, who doesn't have that same level of knowledge and experience. They might think something's a hazard when something else, when somebody else does not. So vice versa, of course, you could have a, a totally new guy who thinks there are no hazards in this and the older guy can say, oh, I can point out every hazard in this, in this operation. Um, so it's good to get multiple uh, multiple aspects and multiple angles of the operation really factor in and really figure out how to go back and minimize anything that's going to cause a uh, potential injury or harm or anything else. So that is it for episode number 100. In today's episode, we sat down and factored in job hazard analysis and we looked at how to, how do you factor in experience and training? So this was a follow-up question I got from somebody saying, hey, that sounds great, you know, that you did this, but how do we tackle different things out there? So there's not going to be a right or a wrong way. I just know that this works for me. So uh, hopefully it's something that works for you and you can sit down and uh, uh, integrate this in um, to your um, workforce. So that's it for episode uh, number 100. Thank you for joining me today. My name is Dr. David Ayers. Have a safe day.